great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before we get to our topics, I have to thank the New York State Police. Right? Talk about bad luck. So I'm I'm headed to work this evening, and I'll admit I'm flying down the Palisades Parkway because I refuse to pay the $18 toll at the George Washington Bridge. So I have to get off at the, uh, I think it's 9E, the Mario Cuomo Bridge, to take the Tappan Z, whichever term you want to use, because that's 750 as opposed to 18. In my logic, why would I pay 18 when I can pay 750? But I'm flying down the Palisades Parkway, and I did not realize I'm looking for marked vehicles of the state police, Palisades police. And my luck, it was an off-duty state trooper who happened to be behind me. And all of a sudden, whoop, whoop, the red light comes on. So I'm like, oh. I'm late for work. I got to get to work. The trooper he, the trooper is in plain clothes. He identifies himself very, very, very professional he, and very nice. He identifies himself, and he says, sir, uh, license and registration, and do you realize how fast you were going? And I'm looking at him, and I'm trying to talk my way out of it. And... Um, He happened to be a nice man, and WABC helped me. So I said, sir, I'm I'm trying to get to work. And then he stopped, and he looked at me again, and he said, I recognize your voice. And I said, yes, sir, I'm I'm on my way to work. He said, WABC, and I said, yes. And he said, do me a favor, Mr. Carter, just slow down. And I was like, "Woo!" I thought I was about to get a ticket. And so thank you to the New York State Police for giving me a pass this one time. There are times that I receive tickets. Trust me, folks. Sometimes you'll see me in court, just like everybody else, trying to uh, cop a plea. Um, But on this time, the trooper was very nice, and he let me go. So we have a lot to get to this morning. We talked about this uh, a little bit last night, but the plot is thickening 24 hours later, former President Donald Trump is insisting that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis rule himself out of the race for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination, describing his potential rival, rival, that is, as I'm quoting here, this is Trump talking about DeSantis an average Republican governor with great public relations. That's one story. Another one we're going to deal with this morning, what a waste of money. New York City will soon shut down its migrant relief center on Randall's Island and relocate the remaining occupants to a Manhattan hotel. That according to Mayor Adams. Folks, don't you see the scam? When it comes to tent city, a tent city, the migrants don't want to go there. Uh, That's beneath me. They don't want to go there. But when it's a hotel, it's a different story. And so if they're going to come here illegally, and I understand everything has to be cost-effective, but if the migrants are going to come here illegally, at least for the, the, the males, the males, why not put them in a tent city? 
Why are you going to give them first-class treatment with us, the taxpayers, paying for it? Use the tent city as a deterrent. You already built the the, uh, the tent city, so why not use it? Also, discussing uh, Mayor Adams, the mayor appearing on, on Morning Joe, says fellow Democrats, and his message goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Says fellow Democrats in New York and nationally must stop being afraid to talk about, guess what? Rising crime and perception. Citizens feeling unsafe. This, as two guns were recovered inside city schools Thursday, with one loaded firearm being found in a six-year-old boy's backpack in the Bronx. This, as a mother and young daughter, also viciously punched in the face on a New York City subway train. A crazed uh, strap hanger, a woman repeatedly punched the mother and her 10-year-old daughter in the face on the train. 36-year-old victim and her child boarded a number five train at the Simpson Street Station October 18th when a woman approached them. And when the train started moving, the attacker punched the mother in the face with a closed fist uh, multiple times. The unhinged strap hanger then moved on to the woman's daughter, slugging the little girl once in the face and then got off the uh, the next stop. And my point is I consistently uh, argue here. People are mentally ill. But notice when these incidents occur, they always have enough common sense to get off the train right away. After attacking somebody, they have enough common sense to get off at the very next stop. And so we mentioned the advice, and you're going to hear Mayor Adams in a little bit. The calls are coming in. We're going to get to them in just one second. In a moment, we're going to start with Neil and Nanuet. But... um. So I mentioned uh, Trump on DeSantis, but also the face of the red mini wave, if you will, here in New York on Election Day, says it's time for the Republican Party to ditch Trump and back another candidate in 2024. That's coming from Congressman-elect Mike Lawler of Rockland County. And he says, I would certainly like to see the party move forward. There are a lot of rising stars. Lawler rocked the political world by defeating Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee chairman. And so Lawler says, and I'm quoting, Governor Ron DeSantis has energized Voters in the state of Florida, it's always good to have new voices. The GOP in New York picked up four House seats, including NY17, uh, increasing from 7 to 11, which is, as of right now, being credited with potentially giving Republicans the margin to narrowly regain, regain, that is, the... uh, the uh, House majority. Let's start with the telephone calls. Neil and Nanuet. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Uh, I love uh, listening to you. Uh, Thank you. I'm a Rockland guy, too. Thank you, Neil. Um, I'm, reti- I'm a retired uh, detective from NYPD. Thank you for and your service. one thing I can say is you don't, you don't, you don't have guys who, who are off-duty stopping people uh, doing doing car stops, they don't do that. I, and with and, and nobody has a light pack, package in their car. Well, no, 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 no. The officer, the officer showed me his badge and his identification. So he was a state yeah. trooper, and and he was off duty. And, but he was off duty. I believe he was off duty because he was in plain clothes. Okay. Did he say he was off duty? No, no, I didn't know he, he was in plain clothes, so I'm making the oh, assumption okay. that okay. he was off-duty. Okay. 
But but when I okay. asked for his identification, he was kind enough to go back to his car and then come back and show me his state police ID and his badge. Okay, that's that, that's cool. I I, I was thinking because you had said he was uh, off duty um, originally. I was like, if we're off duty, we do not stop anybody. Uh, you know, as as cops. Well, you know, well, we, we and, might, uh, hey, but Neil, but 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 I've been stopped in the Bronx before by an off-duty uh, police officer um, who was part of the bomb squad, and 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 he showed me his badge, and so it had. Now it may be rare, but it has happened before. But Neil, I do yeah, yeah. I do appreciate your call. How many years were you with the NYPD? Uh, just shy of twenty-five. Wow, and you're retired now. Yep. Yep. And are you enjoying? Oh, you're still working. Yeah. Okay. I've got to work. <laughs> well, I, I, I understand. There are some of us, Neil, and thank you for your call. There are some of us that will, that I didn't mean to cut you off there, Neil. I apologize. There are some of us that will never fully uh, retire. And I have a funny feeling that uh, I will be one of those types. Let's go to Stuart in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stuart. What's on your mind? Yes. Hi, Dominic. I think that Donald Trump's continued bullying of Ron DeSantis is extremely offensive. Um, In that debate with Charlie Crist, Ron DeSantis was asked by by Charlie Crist, will you serve four years? He deflected, did not answer. He could have said, if Trump runs, I won't run. He could have said, I'll serve out my four years. He decided to deflect. And Trump wanted him to say clearly If uh, Trump runs, I won't run. Ron DeSantis, while he should be grateful to Donald Trump's endorsement in 2018, Trump does not own him. Trump, he does not work for Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is being very destructive now to the party. I voted for him in 2020. But these remarks, if you get into the race, Ron DeSantis, you might get hurt very badly. That sounds almost like a physical threat. I mean, I assume it's political threat. But it, you it, don't it, talk it, that way. It, well, well, but yeah, but remember now, Stuart, Trump is not your typical uh, politician. That doesn't and, give and, him the right to be a bully okay. to a good Republican who is really the finest governor in America. And you know something, uh, uh, Dominic? But the point, if, if, but the point I'm going to let you finish. The point I made last yeah. night, DeSantis is untested. And when Trump makes that comment, what he is alluding to, and I have no idea what it may be, he is alluding to there is major dirt in DeSantis' closet. And so we'll see. I don't because, believe that. But, okay, That's you don't not, believe it. That's, okay. No. Look, he, he, DeSantis is tested. He's been tested for four years. No, and no, he no, 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 he's, no, he's, no. Now, he's not tested he's not, on a national right, case. Right, he's not he's, tested. He's been tested. But, but, I, but I just want to mention this but, but, but before I go. Okay. If DeSantis would have said if Trump you know, runs, I won't run. You and I both know, uh, 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 Dominic, that then Trump would have said, oh, he's the finest governor in America. But because True. he's not looking behind, he said you're average. So we all know Trump just calls him average because he's not owing him the respect that he wants. But otherwise, he would have said, oh, you're the finest governor. You're so wonderful. This is not what the Republican Party needs. We we really don't. And he would lose again. DeSantis could win 2024, but not Trump. Okay, well, Uh, I have grave fears. Well, I I thank you, Stuart, for your uh, telephone call. And uh, continuing with what uh, former President Trump said about uh, regarding uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and I am quoting here, he says, Ron D. Sanctimonious, again, with the nickname, nickname is playing games. Um, he says that, uh, that um, well, in, in terms of loyalty and class, DeSantis has said that he's only focusing, like Stewart just said, on the governor's race at the time. And I'm not looking into the future, which is what they all say, from Hillary Clinton on down, and then they declare their candidacy. And then Trump says, well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's not really the right answer. So the 45th uh, president is taking credit for DeSantis' rise and becoming governor of Florida and suggests that whether is the real reason for his popularity, for DeSantis' popularity. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? 
Yes, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Donald Trump will be 78 years old. He's four years younger than President Biden, who I agree is too old to continue as president. Donald Trump is scared to death of Ron DeSantis, and you have to ask yourself why. If the man is so competent and so intelligent and such a great leader, why is he afraid of competition from the governor of Florida, who I agree was basically a Trump creation? But Republicans should be very careful, and I hate giving advice to Republicans that they could use, but Republicans should be very careful about renominating Trump in 2024 because, uh, like the last caller said, the man lost the last election fair and square, and I believe he will drag down Rep- – David, are you there? But, you know, what, wait, okay, you, you, went, you went in and out. I'm sorry. You said you oh, believe sorry. that he will drag down, and then we couldn't hear a word you said. Oh, he will drag down Republicans in 2024, just like he did just now in the midterm election. Donald Trump should be able to withstand a vigorous debate from a competent opponent, not some also ran like I hate to mention the guy's name, George Pataki, who ran in the last Republican primary, who stood no chance. You know, if the guy is so wonderful, like your callers seem to think he is. You know, I've heard people say he's got big balls and stuff, which is ridiculous. But if that's true, why would he be afraid of Ron DeSantis? I mean, it's not Hey, David, but it's I thank you for the for the call. It's not just it's not about being afraid, folks. You have to understand if you're primary, you're going to be muddied up no matter who you are. You're going to spend a ton of money in the primary. That's why President Biden uh, punted. Uh, yesterday at his news conference when he was asked about Trump DeSantis, and he said, I'd love to see the race. And, of course, he would, because that permits the Democrat and the, or, or the other candidate, it happens to be uh, Biden, should he run uh, and get the nomination, he gets to sit on the sideline while, while DeSantis and Trump destroy each other, literally, in terms of the airwaves, uh, in terms of, Every way that you can imagine. So if you're Trump, you you want to look invincible, certainly in, in within your party. You don't want to face a um, a major, major primary where you're going to have to spend millions on television in the primary to get rid of, if you even emerge victorious, of DeSantis. Let's take a call on the scam as far as the tent city and it's shutting down, according to the mayor and the migrants, the men, they were not for the most part using it. Of course, they were not using it because they want the scam. They want the good deal. They want the hotel room. They want the hot shower. They want their privacy. They want what we want, but they don't want to pay for it. And so you put them in a tent city. I I thought that they were supposed to be so grateful to be here. That's what I thought. It's a scam. Don't 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 city leaders see? It's a scam. They don't want to stay in a tent city. They they want to lather up in the bathtub and, and you know in the hot meal, which they were going to get in the tent city. But the privacy of a room and being midtown and oh, I'm like a tourist in New York, except I'm not paying for anything. Let's go to Christine in the East Village. Good morning, Christine. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. <clears throat> Good morning. I'm on a limited income, and I had to go buy groceries. The few groceries, eggs, cheese, and a couple of things, 50 bucks. Yes, yes. And then I heard about these these people being stuck in the 600-room hotel on the west side at Taxpayer Express expense. Mm-hmm. How the hell do they think that we can pay 6 or $7 for a dozen eggs and support these lazy bums as they sit over in a luxury hotel and get everything for free? They are shitting on New Yorkers. They're destroying this town. So I came up with a brilliant idea, I think it is, as I was walking home with my groceries. I almost got hit by a bike, one of those big dirt bikes, whatever it is, in the middle of the sidewalk. I'm sorry to hear that. 
Well, this is the, this is typical. They have these damn bikes, thousands of them, ra- racing on the sidewalks through the red lights, blah, blah, blah. Instead of signing off on congestion pricing and supporting these bums in the luxury hotel, why the hell don't they stop the bikes, put a sting operation out, and fine every single bike that's breaking the rules a hundred bucks? They'd probably make a million in two days. Well, th- this is one area, Christine, where I support Mayor Adams in terms of he's taking the bikes and destroying them. Oh, oh, you can't, you can't do that. I, I, I have, I have rights. Well, I'll see you in court. Sue me. But in the meantime, I'm taking your bike and we're destroying it. That's the way that it should be. Oh, oh you can't do that. Watch me. Christine, I thank you for the call. Let's go from the East Village to Long Island. Let's say good morning to Linda. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. You are absolutely right. It is so, today is Veterans Day. We have veterans who really have problems, were hurt, and, you know, fought for this country, right, for everybody. Yes. Um, A lot of them are are really in trouble, lying on the streets. Nobody does anything to help them, but they put up people who are illegal coming into this country and, as you said, put into fancy hotels with everything. I mean, that is really a disgrace. It's unbelievable. There, there, it, it, there is no doubt about it, Linda. But I, I'm just, I'm just. The last thing that I, I understand, everything has to be cost effective. But you built the uh, migrant center, right? And whether they want to be there or not, listen, it's not up to you. This is the only option you have: either you stay at the tent city or go back to where you came from. But, but, or you're on your own. But at taxpayer expense, we're not put. We're, you're not entitled to the same rights a, as American citizens. I'm sorry, you're not entitled to the same rights. Now, once you become a citizen, that is a different story. But in the meantime, uh, unless you're a woman with children, and to be honest with you, I believe the women with children should be in the tent city. But 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 you have to separate the men from the women. That's that's not well. Wise. We make we make two tent cities, right? Yes, yes. We yes. separate it, so we just separate the tent cities. They're being taken care of. It's not like they're not putting them out on the sidewalk on the streets. Right. They're not just leaving. They're, I mean, it's so unfair. It, this is you know. I mean, when you see Veterans Day and you feel bad for you know people really hurt. No, a lot of no, them really no, affected. No it's doubt, terrible. no doubt about it. You go to buy well, eggs. They help them. You go to buy. I, I, I like to. I have one of these outdoor griddles that I like to cook on, Linda. When I have a minute, you know, just to relax. And the pork sausages that you, you know, you buy, and I, you got to defrost them, and then I make the little patties, and I just enjoy them. I, I, if my memory serves me correctly, it was almost six, seven dollars for pork sausages. It, it's it's crazy, Linda. I I, oh, I, I go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I, I'll assume we're not invited then. <laughs> well, we can't well, come over, well, right? Well, well, well you, you can come over, and I'll, I'll just have to. What was that commercial? Uh, more pork sausages, Mom. <laughs> Mom. Please. <laughs> that <laughs> so, was good. So, so I've, I've got to buy a bunch of them, Linda. But, but thank you, thank you, Linda. You have a uh, great morning. Let's go from Long Island to Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, I went to the store and I bought my Chef Boyardee's can like that uh, politician there said. Yes. Yes. You can eat that now. But what I want to emphasize is tomorrow is Veterans Day. The parade is going to be on Fifth Avenue, and I would urge everyone to get out there and show your support for our veterans because they're not getting support anywhere else and they need it. And to come out with your flags and be patriotic. Dominic, I, I commend you on defending uh, at least, you know, Donald Trump with the way all these people are turning on him. They forgot about four years ago how he straightened this country out. I mean, the stock market was good. Right now the stock market went up a thousand points today. 
but it's it's inflated. It's, this is a whole scam to make everybody think everything is okay, and it's not. Pete, like this lady said, yes. The, please don't get me started on the stock market. Please no, don't. No, I'm, because, not, I'm because, not, because, because here's the bottom line. Say whatever you want under Trump, uh, and, and, and maybe I shouldn't talk personally, but uh, me and my family, we did very well in the stock market under Trump. Right now, we are underwater, and our stock is uh, stocks are down about 50%. So we've gone from making very good money, right, in which yeah. Uncle Sam gets about 37% of that, give or take, right, off of the course, profits. Yeah. And yeah. and now we're underwater as Mr. Biden is uh, coming before the cameras going, oh, everything is great. It's wonderful. You know, when I leave here, Pete, I've got to uh, gas up in New Jersey. Thank you for the call, by the way. And so what I what I I don't understand why New Jersey did this. One of the uh, best kept secrets before they increased the I believe the tax in New Jersey as it relates to gas was that you could. Go, you could. So when I take the Palisades, I go from the George Washington to New York, right? And there's a gas station right on the right hand side. It's like almost like any uh, parkway. And it's technically in New Jersey, which is the Fort Lee uh, community. And so you could, about two years ago, Go if gas, let's say, was three fifty in uh, New York, you could go pay two eighty in New Jersey. Now they're basically the same, and so I, I've got to get gas on my way home tonight. And and it, what's crazy, Matt Blaze, that's sixty five dollars, sixty five dollars tonight. How about when you gas up? It's crazy because I was so used to being in New Jersey for so long. Mm-hmm. The cheaper gas. Right. And then once they raised the gas tax and then they put in that provision that if they didn't hit certain metrics, they would raise again. And then what happened? The pandemic happened. So nobody was driving anyway. So no one was driving anywhere. And because of that, the metrics weren't hit. So then they could raise it again. Right. So now New Jersey went from having like the second cheapest gas in the country to like the fourth or fifth highest. Yes. It's crazy. It, It is crazy. Well, it's the world that we live in today. And the president goes before the cameras. Oh, ask me three, four questions, each reporter. I've got all day today. You know, I, I, it wasn't as bad as, as it was expected. Folks, we see all of your telephone calls. I haven't even let you hear yet what Mayor Adams now says on crime. We're going to try to uh, deal with that. And coming up at 45 uh, minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. When we come back, we're going to Flushing, Brooklyn, Queens, Yonkers, Manhattan, Brooklyn again, Massachusetts, and Queens again. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see all the calls. We're going to get to as many as possible. But Mayor Adams yesterday morning appeared on Morning Joe, MSNBC. And he now says, I guess it depends on which day of the week, but the mayor now says that Democrats locally and nationally, you have to discuss the fact that people don't feel safe, that there is indeed a problem and whether or not, whether or not uh, it's the reality, perception counts. Here's what the mayor had to say. We, We have to not talk at people, but talk with people. And I'm on the subway system every day. 
right. just about, you know, I walk down and I want to see the subway system. And I'm engaging with people one-on-one. And our conversation cannot be, I'm going to dictate to you how you feel. Mm-hmm. I need to ask you how you feel. Right. I need to govern to that. And I believe that's what the problem is. We have a double-digit decrease in homicides, double-digit decrease in shooting. something that I wanted to focus on. Since, since, since when? From, from January, comparing to um, okay. last year. But what does that mean to a mother who just lost a loved one right. through gun violence? Or if you sat in the classroom and someone carried a gun inside the classroom, uh, that means nothing. Mayor Adams, so I just received an, uh, an email from a friend of the program, Sal. Sal says... Uh, uh, Dominic Mayor Adams says fellow Democrats must stop being afraid to talk about rising crime and citizens feeling unsafe. He says this, but he and other New York Democrats constantly mention that crime and safety is a matter of perception. I believe that New York Democrats, and he capitalizes, won't be talking about crime because to do so would alienate, that's capitalized, their thug constituency and the far left democratic base, not to mention violating their, and he has this in quotes, vote for me and I will keep you free platform. That's what Sal has to say. Let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Uh, yes. Regarding uh, DeSantis's um, inexperience, I'd like to point out that when Barack Obama ran, he had less experience. He was only a local community organizer. I I didn't say, Steve, Steve, I didn't say experience. I I didn't say you. Okay, Um, okay, okay. But he has more governmental experience during the last years of the um, epidemic than Barack Obama ever was called on to show before election, and also more than George W. Bush did. He has the same educational experience as Chuck Schumer, who never did a a governmental um, uh, leadership job. He simply was in the House of Representatives and the Senate. So DeSantis is a brilliant man, and he's really not plagued with any public scandals so far, at least. I think that he has the same kind of freshness that once appealed to the general public with uh, John Kennedy. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, well, he's got I, a I, tremendous constituency, constituency now that approves of all he did in the last few years in the face of plenty of ob- ob- obstructions, and people are very happy with the results of his governing but as Steve, a governor. But, Steve, what I'm trying, I hear you. I understand the way you feel. But when I say he's not tested, we don't know what personal baggage he has Yes. And that, You're and, talking about and, scandal type. Yes, and and that's what Trump is alluding to, because that can be a deal breaker. Mister Knight in shining armor could right, change but overnight. It, but how many scandals has uh, Trump also been accused of by various women? Right. Well, okay, and, but listen, various people, various Steve, unions that didn't get paid for the work at his casinos. Steve, and so on. Steve, you 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 are correct. You are correct, my friend. So you, I wouldn't rule out no, 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 no. Hear me out. You are a thousand percent correct. I'm not saying this as a fan of his, but let let's be clear. There's one Donald Trump. Not the average. Thank you for the call. The average politician. Excuse me. Nine out of ten politicians could not pull off what Trump did in terms of the scandals in his background and Trump's background. The the average politician uh, with the video uh, just days uh, before um, the election, that would have been the end for nine and a half out of ten politicians. So we cannot make the comparison that anyone is Trump. He he's he he's in a class by himself. Even if you hate his guts, in terms of surviving. Negative items, political hit jobs, personal items. He is in a class by himself. Miguel in Flushing, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. It's great to talk to you again. It's been yes. a while. Yes. Um, I'm really upset with these midterms, and I blame Donald Trump 
he cannot run for president again. He really, it's time to move on. Because if he runs again, we're going to lose again. And we're going to be stuck with these Democrats. I can't believe the results from yesterday. And DeSantis, we have to be careful. Because I find it suspicious that even some Democrats want him to run. They must know what Trump knows. Something is there. I, I like DeSantis, but something is there. I heard this today. Even MSNBC seems to be talking about him a lot. So we have to be careful. I think there should be like 16 people the way they had, 16 different candidates, let them go at it, and the best person. But it cannot be Donald Trump. He has ruined this party. He won once. He's in a losing streak. He got killed in the midterms when he was president. And now it's all about conspiracy theories. He needs to go. And in New York, with all this crime and all these people, all these victims, I can't imagine how they feel seeing these results when they voted for Kathy Hochul and, the, and they were worried more about abortion and inflation than all these people getting killed and shot. It's unbelievable. New York is unrecognizable. It started with de Blasio, and it's continued since he ruined New York, and now we have Kathy Hochul, and Michael from New Jersey was right. He was calling. I heard a lot of calls from him. He was right. Hochul won again, and we're going to be in this mess for a long time. Well, Miguel, the one good thing to come out of all of this, I I hear you, and I, I appreciate what you're saying, but two points. One, Who's going to tell Trump which Republicans going to tell him he can't run? That person doesn't exist because he will laugh in their face. And two, one good thing that came out of all of this crime stuff in New York is that Mayor de Blasio now realizes. I wish him well personally, but he now realizes that he couldn't be elected dog catcher after the horrible tenure that he had because he put us on this path. All of these experiments and uh, Black Lives Matter, bring it to the NYPD. Oh, no, we don't make arrests. We don't do that. You're a victim. It's not your fault. Miguel, as always, I thank you for your call. Let's go to Shannon on Long Island. Good morning, Shannon. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. Very kind of you to say. I just wanted to tell you about the shocker I got in the mail yesterday, a $1,200 oil bill. Wow. Now, I cannot imagine how, say, an elderly person on a fixed income could possibly get by this winter. These people are going to either be starving or sitting in the dark or, or and, and freezing. I, I, everything has gone through the roof. And this president is just out of touch, doesn't – I, I really think they're punishing people. They want people to get electric cars and electric whatever, and they're just going to punish people until they can't uh, – it, it's impossible. And nobody's doing anything about it. I I agree with you, Shannon. Uh, to give you an example, um, <laughs> so – it. it in our household, we have the refrigerator, and then downstairs in the basement, we have a second refrigerator, and then we have a freezer, right? And when I kept looking at the bill from Orange and Rockland, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It, something has to go, right? So I unplugged the freezer, right, to save money, and I'm trying to figure out ways, Shannon, to unplug the downstairs refrigerator because something has to give here with these bills. So I can relate to what you're saying 1000%. And I thank you for your call, Shannon. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you received a, 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 a utility bill like that. And you are correct. What are senior citizens going to do that are barely making it as we speak? Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. When we come back, when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. 
These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The world we live in. Two guns recovered inside city schools. City schools Thursday with one loaded firearm being found in a six-year-old Bronx boy's backpack. A mother and young daughter viciously punched in the face on a subway train. This happened um, on the number five train at the Simpson Street Station. A crazed strap hanger, a woman, repeatedly punched the mother and her 10-year-old daughter in the face. In the face. And here we are. Governor Hoku was reelected. Let's 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 try to be positive and hope that she's going to do something about the crime problem. But really, how can we? Because during the campaign, she all but basically said crime. What crime? We'll see. We'll see. We are going back to your telephone calls. Let's go to Eddie in the Bronx. Good morning, Eddie. What's on your mind? That's Eddie in New Jersey. Okay, Eddie in New Jersey. Go right ahead. Yes. In the Bronx. Uh, this okay, is the first Eddie. time caller, but I listen to your, to your Thank uh, you. show all the time. Thank it's you. It's very insightful. Thank you. Um, what I was going to say is that Donald Trump is the man to beat by Democrats and by everybody. People are not realizing that they got to stick to this man because once they get rid of this man, there's no other politician out there that can replace him and fix this nation. Well, well, wait, 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 Eddie, 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 I I have to push back on that. You already know that everyone is saying that DeSantis is that guy. DeSantis just won Florida. DeSantis became an example of what Trump wants for this nation. You understand? So now, but the person that they want to get rid of is Trump. So if they bring DeSantis into the picture... They put out and, and they put the Republicans against Republicans. They divide the party and they could deal with the winner. And if the winner is DeSantis, so I don't think DeSantis holds a chance in, 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 the, in the, um, the United States, period. You, you understand? As a nation. Mm-hmm. Because right. he will, he will, he's not outside of Florida. Trump's been there, done that, recognized what's, what needs to be done in and out. So now Trump is at the end of his race to succeed, what, 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 to, 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 be, to end what he started. And DeSantis is, is 42 years old. Trump is got one more term. And if they get rid of Trump, because Trump is the glue to, 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 to the difference in the, in, the, in the GOP party. And if they could unglue that glue, Forget it. The Democrats will have a field day for whoever is there. Well, Eddie, I hear you, and I, I thank you for your call. It's going to be very interesting. The latest headline from uh, Mr. Trump, he is insisting that Mr. DeSantis rule himself out of the race for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination, describing DeSantis, his potential rival, as, quote, an average Republican governor with great public relations. Let's go to Laura from Queens. Good morning, Laura. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. We need to clone you. You are the best fresh voice out there. Well, thank you. You know, I have to say I, I do agree with you regarding the fact that Trump has been tested. He's battle ready. Look, we don't always agree with what he says, what he does, but um, he's been there and look at what he's done in such a short amount of time. I, I, and he knows a lot. He knows a lot. He knows the dark underbelly of, of what we're dealing with. And we need somebody to write the ship and write it quickly. And you know what? He's a brawler. And maybe we need a brawler. I don't know. It's hard to I mean, I love DeSantis. I think he's done a phenomenal job. But And I think he stole a lot of the votes that we should have had here in New York. But mm-hmm. That's my own humble opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is. But um, we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting show. 
But I, I liked what you said about Trump being battle tested. Yeah, he's he's been there. You know, what is it? That which does not destroy me strengthens me. It was a Nietzsche. And uh, but like a friend of mine said, that which does not destroy me comes pretty darn close. But I wish them both well. But but we really need help here in this country. And we need someone who's who's been tried and true. But, you know, again, I'm not pushing for either one. But uh, I really liked what you said about Trump being battle tested. And I think there's something to be said about that. And I'm sorry also, too, about your utility bills. We're all feeling the pinch here. And, uh, right? <laughs> we but, we know, all are. I mean, yeah, it, it, you, you, you. you either you feel it when you go to the gas station, and I'm going Everywhere. to a gas station Everywhere. when I leave here. You feel it when you walk into yeah. the supermarket. You Very feel it true. when you look at your utility bill. And yeah, it's a shocker. It's it's definitely a sticker shocker. You know, it's interesting. There was an older woman. She didn't have enough money for groceries. She was in front of me, and I just paid her bill. I was in the position I could have done it not that i'm rich <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know i was happy to do it because your heart goes out to these people as you yes. say dominic who are on the you know very limited funds yes and uh, they have to decide medicine food heat lights it's just it's not right and and it's been all and you see you dominic know so much about politics you know so much about pr you know a lot about theater and a lot of times again they shape our view of people and events, and we have to be very careful and very savvy and very wise to realize what we're getting, you know, fed to us, you know, and it's true. Like even look what Trump, I, I think if Trump had not been so abused, things might have been a little better. Look, he's a brawler. There's no doubt he's an ego person. But you know what? Like I said, maybe we need a brawler at this point. I mean, we we got, you know. You really got to put up the SOS there, you know. So well, God bless you, Dominic. Thank you, God and thank you, you, thank you, Laura, for the uh, for the comment uh, this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight, Eddie in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi. Good morning, Hello, Dominic. Thank Good you for morning. My call. Yes. Um, I want to know. You say. DeSantis is not tested. I want to know who do you think in the Republican Party is tested for a presidential campaign? Uh, Mike Pence is tested. I, he couldn't win, but but he's tested. Um, enough, anybody that's been on the national scene for a while is tested. Meaning in federal government? Excuse me? In in a federal No, 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 no. In, any, any Republican or Democrat, for that matter, that's in the national arena— what what I'm trying to say to you is that DeSantis looks wonderful right now, right now, but he has not been really covered by the national press corps, and so, so go ahead, go ahead. Are you saying that in general, in general, governors are starting when they start a presidential campaign, they're starting untested? Yes, generally they only they. Let's, what I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to offend my colleagues, but when, when you run for governor, you're tested, but you're tested in that state. It's a different ball game when you're running for president of the United States. And you've got, Don, and you've got Donald Trump standing here going, uh-uh-uh-uh, I'm about to drop a dime on you, DeSantis. I'm begging you not to do this. So I would take that with a grain of salt, but mm, also if you look mm, previously at previous presidents. If you look at previous presidents, right, starting from Bush two, Obama, Bush one, Reagan, Carter, they were all governors. Right, but but the but this uh, George W. Bush and Obama, they were basically anointed by the National Press Corps. Let Let's be honest. When 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 Bush was the governor of uh, Texas. It was all but stated that he's the next president of the United States. And that's what happened with Obama. The same exact thing. America said, we want a black president. This is the guy. And the press wrote that narrative. All of, Poor John McCain read that mar- uh, narrative all the way through. It, it's a different ball game. De- DeSantis looks great on paper. He looks great on paper. But I am telling you that he is not tested yet. 
And so maybe, yep. maybe, maybe Trump is bluffing. I don't think he is. But go, but go yeah, ahead, Trump, Eddie, before Trump I move on. Test. Trump, Trump, you would say, is tested on a national scale. Oh, there's but no doubt the about it. He, he's, Trump is tested, but it doesn't matter what the results 100%. are. It, 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 does, it doesn't matter because he survived. He, made, and, he and survived to, once. In his second run, he lost. And his party took a shellacking yesterday. Not a shellacking, but they did not meet expectations by a far shot, mm-hmm. which is incredibly unusual. What do you have to like? What could you say about that? That's you have to tie that to the leader of the party, which right, is undeniably right, him. Right. Hey, Eddie. All and thank thank you for the call, Eddie, because I have a bunch of callers. All of that sounds great, right? Okay. Trump. Trump's the problem. Let's say I buy it. Trump's the problem. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Who's going to tell him that? The same point I made, yeah. you think Mitch McConnell, you think Trump will listen to what Mitch McConnell or any other party leader has to say? Or do you think that Trump's going to say, I'm the man. I tell you what to do. You don't dare tell me what to do. So, you know, it's easy to say, oh, Trump, get out of the way. Who's going to enforce that? Who's who, who's going to, who's going to, when when he gets on that debate stage, and starts calling people little Marky, uh, Mark, uh, 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 Marco Rubio and, and nicknames like that. Who's going to stop him with his theatrics, Trump's theatrics that connects with the American people? It resonates. I'm now joined by Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. Good Hello, morning to Dominic. you, sir. Happy Friday. Same to you. What do you have coming up this uh, morning? First hour, ask Frank anything. I will answer questions on absolutely any subject. I'm ready for anything and everything. And it is Veterans Day, so we're going to spend some time paying tribute to America's veterans. I'm going to be joined by a retired Rear Admiral from the Navy, who is actually in a wheelchair, will tell you how he ended up there and what lessons he learned. And a uh, Army specialist who's now a musician. She has some pretty interesting thoughts about American foreign policy, also denunciations, and a whole lot more. So a great show is coming up. I hope so. Well, I, I can guarantee it is. Thank you. Frank Morano, to the other side of midnight. I want you folks to have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the weekend. I'll be back Sunday evening at midnight going into Monday. Talk Radio 77 WABC.